Southeast Radio's morning mix. And I have in the studio with me um, the chair of the IFA, Jeremani. Good morning to you, Jeremy. Good morning, Alan. And you can say hello to John there this morning as well. Morning, John. Uh, John, you have literally pulled in the tractor into somewhere safe this morning to speak to me. Uh, like, I was aware of major concerns in other aspects of farming, but tillage is a relatively new one to me. Uh, so, can you outline what your main concerns are, please? Yes, thanks, Alan. Good morning to your listeners. Um, in the last, I suppose, two months, the weather has just turned completely for the worst. Um, with what crops are to be cut in the ground, we estimate somewhere around 2,500 acres of grain to be cut in Wexford still. And it's got to the stage, something I've never ever seen in, in I suppose, 20-year farming or 25-year farming. Um, I've never seen crops that can't be harvested. And this, I've, I think I've come to the conclusion that there is some of them not going to be harvested at this stage. The minister came out with a, a package last week of 28 euro hectare and it's basically it's an insult to every tillage farmer that's there. Um, it's not going to go even close to the losses that men that have cut their corn have got, but not alone to the men that haven't got their harvest over yet. Um, it's just that the ground conditions are poor. The, the crop has fallen to the ground now. It's regrowing, and I can't see how we're going to get it harvested. Can you just t- tell us what part of the county you're in, please, John? <coughs> um, I'm in Monagir, just to be between Inniscarty and Ferns here, um, and there's quite a lot of crops around here. Now it's there's a it's basically it's broadened out over the county. There's there's crops of barley everywhere we go nearly. Um, I took a drive around yesterday and I was amazed by the amount of corn that was still in fields. Right, and is it, is it specifically corn that we're talking about here, or are there other crops? And say from your own perspective, what acreage are we talking about affected by this? Well, personally, I have about hundred acres of my own. Um, there's another man I'm cutting for hundred acres. Phone calls all weekend, lads with 40, 50, 60 acres, lads with 20 acres. But that could be nearly half their harvest. Like it's, it's, um, there's maize crops after being damaged a small bit um, with wind, but luckily enough, they're only being, they're only coming right to harvest now. That that's, I think that's going to be okay. Bad ground conditions are poor. But some, look, we get over that. Um, but it's just the, the barley that hasn't been harvested, that should have been harvested probably a month and a half ago at this stage. Right. That's where the big problem is. I mean, the weather is a new one to me because uh, I knew you were coming on with me this morning and you, Ger, was joining me in studio. I knew you would like to have been in studio with me, but because this is now a priority to try and save what you can save. When I when I researched this, I found another aspect to this as well. Uh, it was uh, attributed to uh, uh, a Kildare farmer who said that why, despite lots of political talk, is tillage being squeezed out so the national dairy herd can be maintained or increased? So this is another aspect to it. Is this affecting you, John, or is it literally the weather that's affecting you? Well, at the moment, my, my biggest concern is the weather at the minute because it's, it's... Look at the, the, the derogation that's coming on, the, on dairy farms is, is, is not going to be a help in the sense there'll be more demand for land. But look, that's, that's another day's work. The, the here and now is, is our problem at the minute. And... If we can't get these crops harvested, we're facing massive losses of up to 600 euro an acre. Wow. And I know we had a good year last year, but coming off the back of the weather of this year, this could break to these farmers at this stage. We're on a high cost. Um, Fertiliser prices, chemical prices, were all high this year. And now the grain prices dropped over 100 euro a tonne. And we're back a tonne to the acre. 
for mm-hmm. what crops have been harvested. So it's not it's not just the people that haven't harvested or losing money. To me, most village farmers are going to lose money this year. Um, but the ones that haven't harvested <coughs> are the ones in, in, in real bad place. Right. And there's, there's people very down in themselves. I've never seen the the tillage industry. They're normally a very positive industry, but it's, it's very it's on the floor at the minute. What are you calling for immediately? Well, the first first of all, I'd like to, that we could sit down with the minister and be a start. He came out, as I said, with a scheme last week that equivalates to eleven thirty three an acre. And he never consulted anyone. He didn't consult Chagas. He didn't consult the farm organisations. And he just done on, on on the calls that he was getting, which is not good enough. Um, we're the ones on the ground. We're the ones that know the problems. And he doesn't seem to, to think that to talk to us. Um, when you when you when you boil it all down, the minister says he wants to keep tillage in Ireland, but every measure that he's doing is pushing it further and further out. When and you say eleven thirty three an acre, what would that leave you a shortfall of? Can you put that into euro and send for me, please? What would you be short? Um, you'd be short five hundred and eighty nine euro an acre if you don't cut hard. And he's offered you eleven, so you're short. What did you say? Five hundred and eighty nine. Yeah. Well, my roughly, roughly my figures are six hundred an acre to grow crop. I, I would love to know what he based his uh, figure on. So, I, I mean, would, it's uh, not a laughing matter; it's a very, very serious matter. But he's offered eleven, and you're reckoning it's six hundred is the cost. When you when you put it into that perspective, it, it it really does highlight a minister who, to me, seems to be way off the off the mark on this. Yes, and and. Uh, I, I can't understand because we spoke to him at the plough match in, just in passing, I suppose, on the fairways. He said he talked to us, but there has been nothing. He, he, there has been no, um, there'd be no connection to the farmers at all, no matter what association it would be, as far as I can gather. Um, and we feel, we feel that we're being left out in the cold completely. As I say, he wants to keep the, yeah. the tillage industry here, but yes, all the measures that he's doing is not... Yes, there was a straw support scheme there with yep. the, chopping, the chopping scheme, which is very good. The protein aid scheme is very good. But that's that's last year's stuff. Like, we're still getting that issue, but that's still not going to... It's still not going to cut the mustard, because if I can't harvest my crop, well, I can't yep. chop the straw. So today, for example, what are you looking at? As you are in your tractor cab pulled in, speaking to me this morning, when you look out in your fields this morning, what do you see? If you can see anything, because I believe the fog has been quite dense around parts of County Wexford. Yeah, just at the moment, like, we're, we've been going to fuel combines to see, can we get something going today? There's nothing, I can't see anything going to happen in the, in the, in the early part of the day. Anyway, maybe the, the sun will break through this fog. Look, we're just looking at crops that's deteriorating every day of the week, and we can't we can't see how we're going to get it done. There's loads of other work to be done, but we're stuck trying to keep this moving as well. Right. And it's just pressure on the whole system. Um, contractors are under enormous pressure as well, with slurry data coming up as well. And look at the it's in a bad place at the minute, and I know farmers are have their heads down. Um, I'd just like to, to reassure Tillage farmers that whatever we can do as, as association, as IFA, we will do. We won't be found wanting on this. Mm-hmm. Um, but just if people need help, ask a neighbour for help, whatever it may be, don't, don't feel that they're on their own. Thank you, John.
That was uh, John Boyler Murphy there talking to me, literally live in his cab up around the Monagir area, uh, listening attentively to it as the chair of the IFA, Gerald Manny. I could sense in John's voice deep concern, and I'm, I'm sure he reflects the mood of the farming community around the county in this area. Yes, uh, um, <clears throat> I would say, um, knowing John a little bit, John is a, is a very positive character and a very go-forward person. And I, I don't think I've heard him uh, that low in my time knowing him. And I think he's that's a reflection of where we are at the moment. There's just... Um, I mean, you know, the, we had a March, was wet, the wettest March on record. All the, Everything was delayed by one month, at least, to be sowed. Now we've had the wettest July, and it's obviously this weekend was supposed to be hot and sunny uh, a week ago, but we've seen it's a foggy and mild. So it's it, they're perfect conditions for regrowth on crops. So anywhere where crops are down, the grain is starting to regrow on the head, and obviously that makes it uh, makes it useless really. So it's it's trying to save. Um, or should I say salvage, what's, what's salvageable, and that's, that's getting le- less and less by the day. Is there a big meeting tonight, or what's happening? Yeah, sorry, so we're having a meeting, the, our executive meeting is tonight in the farm centre in Escorty, um, but it's going to be completely over to Tillage. Um, we will, we've, we've invited our TDs along to come and listen to the farmers that are there, like John's story, um, to hear exactly what, what, what's going on and what we'd like to, for, for them to do for us. Right. Uh, where, where John stated, and I'm, I, 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 we all, I'd say if you looked at everybody in Kelly Wexford, somewhere along the line they're, they're attached to the farming. My case was on my grandparents' side. Um, but, I mean, just, just to kind of take what John has said to me there, he reckons he's at, he's at a potential loss of €600 Euro an acre. And the minister has offered compensation of €11, 11. Euro an Correct. acre. Is what John has reflected, would that be for everyone in County Wexford will be down €589 Euro per acre? Or does it That's depend a, where you are? Well, it, it depends on a lot, of, a lot of things. Obviously, it depends on whether you actually are carrying your own machinery. I mean, if you have your own combine or your own sower, um, your, your, your costs are less. But then at the same token, you're actually paying for these machines and to keep them on the road. So, in ter- yes, I mean, he's, he's, he's pretty close to the mark. So where did the Minister McConnell get the €11 Euro an acre from? We have no Who idea. Who advised him on that? We, we have no idea. Now, the, the fund is somewhere, I think, around £9 million. Um, about £2 million of that is going to horticulture, into the vegetable um, side of it. So the £7.1 million going into tillage. Hmm. Now, uh, under the rules, that's coming from the EU um, disaster fund, I believe, or a fund. But under the rules of the EU, the minister could have doubled or trebled under the rules. So he could have put £22 million in in total. He could have put in £14 million from the Irish government. And that, based across those that have still to cut corn, would have made a huge difference. Oh, that uh, have equated. Mightn't have given them the six. The oh, certainly, n- certainly not. But I mean, mm. like I, I've been advocating now if, um, in the last few weeks for either if you if the crops, like people want to know, are they going to be paid? Should they leave the crops where right. they are? And there's there's two options. One I've heard is one is you cut the crop with a mower, you bale it and you wrap it and actually have use it for feed. Right. Or you leave it where it is and bring in the environmental measure for uh, bird cover. Hmm. because And there's very good money in the bird cover side of it. What's that now? So, you, so in, under some of the schemes, like acres and that, part, you leave part of, of a field 
um, untilled or you put a put a, a light crop in it and it's there for the birds All right. for the winter so it's a feeding it's a it's a it's a supplementary feeding and would that for birds people like John well it, well it would financially yes absolutely because it, it's very very good money um, so like there are options here and there's ways around it yeah but the, as John says the frustrating part of it is no one is talking to us okay. like he's announced it without ever even saying you know like as an old man said to me on, on Thursday night at a meeting he would have been the minister would have been better off not saying anything at all mm-hmm. because people were depressed before they heard the announcement now they're bloody all mad right. so all right. it's, uh, that's, the, that's where we are like the, meet, the meeting is at what time Ger? at half eight in the farm centre on Mill Park Road in Escorty right and for those who are saying well it doesn't affect me I think it's very important that you mention I've mentioned that there's up to about 15,000 people either directly or indirectly uh, that's the figure I've been given maybe Absolute, it's gone up in yeah, farming in County Wexford yeah well I mean this, this is, this is um, obviously affecting the here and now but I would also say to people that the, one of the crops the big crops that's going to be affected is oats. So next year if you're if your porridge oats and go up double price um for, for on the shelf mm. or indeed um the drinks industry, the, especially whiskey, because malting barley and distilling barley are in very, very short supply this year because of the quality and the weather that, that came to them. So all these things will be affected price-wise. So it does okay. affect everybody. Uh, Alan, could you ask, Ger, has the time come for farm families to select and elect candidates to go forward in the local elections and general election? Yes, I, 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 I would say it probably, it probably is. Um, it, it would take it would take um, a couple of miracles to get people elected, but I th- I think certainly in in local politics, especially would be the place to start. I think it's you know, it, the difficulty is bringing is, is the understanding. And as a man, another man said to me, and I think it's a very very good thing that as farmers we have to actually stop calling ourselves farmers. We have to start calling ourselves food producers, because the general public don't make the connection between right. the food they're eating and the farmer that's actually producing it. Okay, I have to leave it there, Ger, because I want to go to Dr. Bill. The flu vaccine is out. Thank, Thank you, you for talking much. to us this morning and uh, keep us up to date in developments. That meeting, half past eight tonight. Half past eight in the farm centre in Escorty. Where the rally was held there recently. Indeed it was. The Ger Murphy weekend. Oh, that was, that was the Mart. The Mart. Oh, that's the Mart. So, yes. so just remind... Yeah, I, I'm Mill Park Road there. So Mill, it's Mill Park Road. Yeah. yeah. Okay, wanted to clarify Thank, that. Thank you. It. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Sound.